Well, hello there. Zero pal Matt McCarthy inviting you in the green Zoom. That's right, backstage from their bedrooms. Wonderful comedians talking about wonderful things. Uh, this week, oh boy, almost a, almost a full roster here. Paul Dickey, Ryan Singer, Greg Barris, Phoebe Bottoms, Gareth Reynolds, Chris Fairbanks, James Fritz, Maggie May, Nick Flanagan, and myself, Matt McCarthy. Uh, this is, uh, we recorded this mere moments after the first presidential debate ended. Without further ado, let's go in the green zoo. Okay, I was back in a bowl. Are you on those Biden time. drugs? Just yeah. test this man. <laughs> I'm on smelling salts and bath salts. I took a little Biden, <laughs> little Trump, and I tossed it in the hopper. <laughs> See what'll happen. Not I'll have what they they're having. <laughs> That's how you level yourself out, man. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I I don't reach across the aisle. I uh, you know I've got, I've got, I've got. Uh, you know I'm texting guys on both sides of the aisle to get their hookups on, on their various uh, red drug pill, blue pill, and you're like both pills. Like, that's they, not an option. Purple pill, baby. I'm a radical centrist. They were trying to like pin on Biden that he did Adderall, and I'm like, what better way to get the youth vote? <laughs> I know. Uh, Does everyone think that he's doing Adderall all day? They're, like, they're all on Adderall. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, they're going to be like, yeah. we do Adderall. We want this old yeah. guy on Adderall. Yeah, oh, he's I neurodiverse? Like... Yeah. <laughs> I'm finally represented in another country. Uh, yeah, that was, a very, that was a very representant, represent, represent, <laughs> representative debate. Yeah, thank you. I'm know. just over here helping. Uh, see, James and I are like a lot of people don't know this, but we are we finish each other's words. 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 <laughs> Hearing coming in through both ears. It's wild. I felt like Trump was a second away from being like, you know what? That's a good idea. I'll use it when Biden. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. are, are we are we going? Because I I think we want to talk. We about are live. What's that? We're live. We're live, We're live oh, pal. Great. Action ball. Uh, that's okay. No, I no, no worries. I I leave. I start driving with my kids, not buckled up all the time. I'm very <laughs> used to a rough, slightly oh, dangerous start. We're live. We are on. That's what the word yeah. was: is that we are going. So I shouldn't be Put us in our seatbelts, Paul. Endangering my children. I'm not in them now. Okay. This are you in a car? I wouldn't even backtrack. Just move on. How, how often are you driving with your kids out without yeah. being buckled in? Yeah, let's talk more about a lot. that. A lot. Oh, I've got, when God. I'm backing out of the driveway, I go, look, you guys know you got about a 30 foot driveway to get out of the apartment complex. Mm -hmm. Get clicking. Yeah. Cast this is, this driveway, clicking. this is freedom time. That's yeah. all you get. You know what? I totally right. had a dream that we did the like blow on the conch thing in our neighborhood. I didn't remember it until Paul started oh. talking. I legitimately uh, had a dream where I was like in my backyard and I was like, oh, wow, we're doing it in my neighborhood now, too. <laughs> I, have a, I have a question. Is conch and conch a regional difference in pronunciation? Yeah, Is conch like if, if, you're Biden, if you're Biden, it's conch. And if you're Trump, it's conch. <laughs> a conch yeah. is a shade conch. conch. Sanch? Oh. Oh. Is it an S C? Conch uh -huh. was like a, a very bit player on chips. 
Uh, <laughs> came in as like the evil the evil cousin who looked just like <laughs> he just oh had another God. mustache. <laughs> I just got a news alert from the Washington Post that just said, "Well, that was rough." Oh man! <laughs> yeah. Well, literally. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. What did uh, he do? I saw people talking about the tap man. Uh, he just came out and he was like, "That was a dumpster fire of a of a trash panda inside of uh, epic like it was bacon a train wreck on a car crash." Yeah. Like Tapper did, worst no. debate <laughs> ever. And you're watching a news show, and it's, uh, it's yeah. like, remember, uh, remember what? when the debates were hosted by the League of Women Voters, and they were boring <laughs> and <laughs> substantive, and like you oh, yeah. fall asleep to them and learn something. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. Canadian <laughs> debates are ASMR. You know, it's like, <laughs> ooh, yes. get like goosebumps. You don't know what's happening. Like, they say like, "What are your thoughts on you know police reform?" And the candidate just goes, uh. <laughs> "Look at this vista." <laughs> like some a Canadian politician interrupts once, and his career is just over. <laughs> that's absolutely true. Obviously, oh, I'm uh, withdrawing from the race uh, in disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> Did you the most ever okay, I want to is like a thumb. We used to have like really intense thumb aggression <laughs> yeah, in a yeah, debate yeah. where like that was the worst thing you could do to your opponent. Did Bill Clinton invent that? The pointing fist? Oh, yeah, I think yeah. so. I think, I think so. He was using those thumbs for so many things. Oh, boy. Like, why not? He just got he got stuck in that like, you know, position you want that thumb in. Yeah. One in the anyway. one in the stink always. Yeah. <laughs> also, could someone bum. could someone please give me a ride to the next gas station? That was <laughs> yeah, just so so coy, just so coyly putting up. <laughs> Maybe not, I, I don't know. I know you slow down. I Is don't this want okay? To Very. It's just the perfect car to come by. Otherwise, this is I, my anyone, character, else, shy hick, hitchhiker. Did anyone else growing up ever see footage of like the British Parliament where they'd be like hollering at each oh, other? Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Just remember, and just like sit there watching it, going, "This is bonkers." Yeah, like, I used to want it, yeah. and now we have it, and yeah, I don't want it. I feel like we have right. it. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, they're they, like saying stuff. Right now, it's about like true and on people. Uh, yeah, they yeah. they <laughs> fell for it just like we did. They've got yeah. their identical Trump problem. All of their extra years of colonial rule has got them nothing. Uh, England, yeah. check yourself, please check wow. yourself. Yeah, the, the, the parliament thing they do is chilling, you know. But it's uh, it's at least a bit more exotic feel. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's, um, let me let me take. I want to just for everybody tuning in. Thanks for tuning in to in the green zoom. We are immediately following the first presidential Ooh. debate of the 2020 election season. Joe Biden, former vice president, took on current president um donald trump and he was moderated they were moderated by a, <laughs> a fox news host uh, oh, which just oh. feels like we were really <laughs> setting ourselves up for a nice uh, balanced uh point of view but at the same time donald trump was so ludicrous that what? even the host had to try to rein him in and very unsuccessfully very yeah. i think unsuccessfully. he does it every year i think he always is the moderator though Little, is that right? Little, pasty, little pasty Chris. Well, Chris Wallace is like the respectable guy at Fox. Right. So like, yes. so they have to give Fox one because we're the, the dumbest country. So they <laughs> let him do it. 
Yeah. Well, I so I agree, but he he came up with the topics, and the biggest controversial topic was in this was uh was lumping the subject of race with uh, violence in the cities as a uh, a single topic, and that just uh, lets you know from the get go, yeah. this was not a discussion that was truly trying to parse out uh, issues in it was, nonpartisan fashion. It was literally it was this, they released this before the debate. There were six topics. One was literally called race and violence. Wow. <laughs> That's that like a liberal arts extracurricular <laughs> class wow. that I had to no. take. Race it's like a and Sam violence. Harris episode, you know, yeah. podcast. <laughs> they were going to call it These Uppity Blacks, but they decided. <laughs> yeah, That's fucking crazy. How can you criticize a group that has the word proud and boys in their name? Those are the two greatest things to be. <laughs> yeah, that's the takeaway from me tonight. Jesus Christ. Yeah, the the that the moment you're talking about is uh, Chris Wallace was mm -hmm. trying to get Donald Trump to to specifically ask for white supremacists not to come to protest and try and engage with uh, you know, amplifying I, I, the and stress. He, he, he just goes, uh, stand down, boys. No, he told he them to stand, stand by. by. He stand said, by. stand by. Stand down, stand by. And then yeah. he later stand said, monitor the polls. No, yeah. Proud Boys are already like, have, like celebrating him saying that. And like, they've already got memes up, like, stand by, Proud Boys. Like, that's a call to arms for, it's fucking. Dude, insane. we're so fucked. It really I is mean, a call to arms, and that's what's the troubling. Part literally a call to arms. Yeah, he was telling them to come and monitor the polls and told them to stand by. That's mm -hmm. that's just chilling. That's mm -hmm. that's not a uh, that was not checking white supremacy. That was oh, saying, no. uh, "Hold on, fellas, <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm going to blow setting, the dog whistle real loud, and you'll all hear it." It was oh, yeah. setting the white supremacists on fire uh, as a base, much like the dirty leaves of a forest igniting a whole <laughs> part of the country. <laughs> right. An unraised. Leaves! He's blaming leaves! Yeah. He's blaming. Sorry, Maybe I got to just shrill, cleaned up but... a little bit better. None of this. California wouldn't. In, in Amazing. They wouldn't be on You guys remember Smokey the Bear? Who here remembers Smokey the Bear? Why yeah. wouldn't Smokey the Bear ever tell him these yeah. trees to throw away their trash? Get a broom. Uh, Smokey the Bear was a man. Now they've tried to make him a gender neutral bear thing. You can't even have Smokey the Bear anymore. Remember Smokey the Bear? It's the, the same bear. people that put pants on the Kool Aid man. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did they? And cargo shorts. <laughs> well, we all were. We, that we was call the that the blue 2000s. period. That was his blue period. Wow. <laughs> what a crazy meeting to have to have. Guys, we gotta do, the Kool Aid Man's dick. junk is out. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> obviously, he's got his dick out, right? What are you talking I about? Mean, you don't know until he crashes through the wall and there's the outline of his dick. Oh my That's God! That's actually him tell, coming to tell you that he's a he's a sex offender and he's. I just I'm moving three doors down. I have to legally tell you. Sorry, I'm not wearing pants. Do you want also, to? Kool Aid. Yeah. Does he have I'm a also filled with dick? sugar, and children love me, so I'll be three doors down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all uh, sugar, and I'm so is the wet. The dick juice or glass? Good question, Greg. Oh. Uh, yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. <laughs> hey, I'm just giving you voice, you know? It's, it's... No, I appreciate it. He is yeah. Kool-Aid's man dick made of glass. Oh, it's glass with juice in it, just like every man's. Yeah, juice. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, well, when it's, when it's hard. 
when it's hard, the juice fills it, and that's what. Ah, uh, uh, you're talking about hard dick. Yeah, and then yeah. Trump uh, said, th- and then Trump said the juice will never replace us. What was that about? <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, on CNN, also Dana Bash said, "Excuse me, I'm just going to say it. I hope you don't mind. This was a shit show. This is cable. I can say oh it. No, so, wow. Oh wow, they're going to take journalism seriously now. <laughs> why, doesn't, why doesn't one of them just take the lane of like?" we're the swearing news network and just go on. Like I would completely watch CNN if they were like, I'm we swear so now. I'm so on board with this. At can I be the weather guy? Can I be the weather guy? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. can you imagine Ryan, being the weather, the weather guy, guy in the swearing news? fucking rain. It's just, it's just a guy looking at a thing. It's just like rain shit. And then that's Holy it. Holy shit, this wind oh, is heavy. Oh, your seven-day fuck cast. More bullshit. <laughs> More bullshit everywhere again. If you're in front of this storm surge, you're fucked. Yeah, yeah I, fuck. I, I, I feel I like that ter- would... What? No, nothing. Fox News. We've heard enough oh. men talking. Go ahead. No, I love it. I prefer <laughs> listening to men talk. It's, that was... Whew. You guys know cool, more. Boy. And you're, you know, you're more Did you sturdy. guys all watch the whole hour 45? Yeah. I watched all My of it. Pretty God. much. It was relentless. <laughs> Only an hour 45? I felt like yeah, yeah. honestly, it went by four years. So <laughs> Biden got in some zingers. Uh, yeah. yeah, he did. Yeah, Biden. He was the worst president in the history yeah. of the United States. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, yeah, he I also think... missed a thousand opportunities. But uh, yeah. Yeah. I know, yeah. I was I... screaming veterans at the TV, and it, he barely heard I, could, I, I was like, I well, bring up Herman Cain when he keeps saying yeah, nothing bad you. ever happened at our, right. at our, at our rallies. It's like, well, tell like, that to Herman Cain. Dead. But he yes. tweeted, yeah. he tweeted, so we're not sure. Yeah. He's, he's somewhere with Elvis. Remains, he's he's he on an island large. with Elvis and Tupac uh, wearing uh, Make America Great hats again, uh, tweeting uh, from the great beyond. Yeah, I kind what of wish the big hits? the Proud Boys. The biggest hit was yeah, uh, no Will shit, You man. Shut Up, Man. Uh, yeah, shut up, man. Just that exasperation was. was his best moment. Yeah. 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 Well, I, also I love keep that- yapping. He definitely keep yapping yeah. was fun. Called him a clown. Dude, I was yeah. like, I was like, do the listen, fat. I was like, yeah. a, at a Skinner's concert, waiting for them to play Freebird. I'm like, listen, fat, play the hits. Yeah. <laughs> this puppy was probably a grand slam. Listen, fat. I like, listen, fat. I like. <laughs> that up, was man. the funniest thing that happened this year. <laughs> uh, oh, it's been a bad year, but we always <laughs> have listen, fat. I mean, uh, comedy-wise, Biden's going to be like one of those people who, af- after the fact, is just like, that was like one of the funniest people ever. He was always yeah. dependably hilarious. Yeah, He's it's a deep thing. Yeah. He's like Newhart, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, his phone bit, though, is just, who is this again? Yeah. <laughs> uh, who? Where's my sign? Uh, <laughs> Uh, I would love to uh, tonight, since we are all we're talking about the debates, and obviously we are all for the most part um, on the same side of things. It looks like. And yeah, Bernie would have won. <laughs> Bernie should have won. That would have been nice. Um, but what I would love to hear is what got everybody first interested in politics at all. What was the events or the situation that first? Um, brought brought that to to mind for you. Mm-hmm. I, I can start. This is a big question, and uh, everyone 
gave me a lot of bullshit the last couple of weeks for springing questions on you. I'm so sorry. So uh, I will try. Can I just say before we start? Can I just say? Can you imagine if Bernie was in that debate? Uh, He would have destroyed uh, him. We would have yeah. rescheduled Hanukkah. <laughs> yeah. It would have been amazing. The fucking socialist New York Jew would have destroyed that fucking... Oh, there were just so many softballs. Oh, oh, my God. So many soft. It was incredible. I you think like, he would have let him yell over him it? like that? No. I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean, even then... Uh, yeah, sorry, Paul. You were springing a question on anyone uh, inappropriately. I didn't mean to interrupt. No. <laughs> no. No. Uh, no. I... I love a, a a sidebar. Well, love and bringing up Bernie Sanders is important. It's nice to show that somebody will give his uh, policies a bit of shake in the discussion, even though Joe Biden has decided not to do that himself. <laughs> we love you, Joe. Oh, yeah. uh, yeah. Get your act together. <laughs> it was a great uh, left bashing contest. Oh tonight. my god! Uh-huh. That's fucking nuts. <laughs> I beat them. I, I beat all of them. I beat. Yeah. I, I beat the socialists. <laughs> Actually, oh Medicare for all will save us money. Do you support it? Nope. Like he, oh. that, that also happened tonight. Listen, the deal is I want the Brown New Deal. <laughs> I want the oh. Me Deal. It's that was amazing. He's like the he's like the New Green Deal will pay for itself. And Walsh is like, so are you for it? He's like, no. Nope. I know. Yeah. No. What the fuck? I'm I not be. What are you crazy? Like just say, just say it's an amazing, well-intentioned deal. Mine is called the Biden. Like it's not, it's not rocket science, John. Yes, yeah. People like the green. Also, also people like the Green New Deal. You will get votes with that. Medicare for all. Uh, Medicare for all. Uh, America's. But as you guys know, sometimes you're up there on that stage and you just don't know what to say. I think he's got nervous. Crowd work. Yeah, you gotta have a good closer like Bernie. He worked that same closer for eight years. Uh He's going to his closer early. Holy shit, he must have diarrhea. (laughs) (laughs) Tell the MC get the MC out of the green room. He's going into his closer early. Because you can't pull the whole like, well, why haven't you done it for the last forty-seven years thing with Bernie? Because he's like, it's all I've been doing. Yeah, it's all I'm, I'm screaming it from the top of my mind. I know. My mind out here. I went crazy. He was the man for the time. Right? I've gone so very scary. crazy over this. <laughs> they all hate me. I think it's fucking insane. I've oh looked like God. this. I've looked like this since I was nine years old. That's how hard I've been working. <laughs> for, for a brief period, I looked like Buddy Holly. <laughs> Five was, weeks. Long time ago. I, I was such a like socialist even back in high school. I got a vote. I got voted most likely to piss into the wind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I took a break in the seventies to write some erotica. I'm proud of that. I'm proud of it. You've used some of my ideas, Mr. Trump, that I posited in the early nineteen seventies. Listen, ninety-nine percent of the time, my wife's my wife Jane's. Vagina tastes like old nickels, and one percent of the time it is. <laughs> oh God, he's, you know, <laughs> he's going into his closure. He must have diarrhea. Uh, <laughs> wait, one percent of the time it's what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maple syrup. Hot um, maple syrup. <laughs> Vermont maple. Yeah, but it was good erotica that he wrote. There's a lot of. I was lot trying of things out. Facts. We own three homes because the sex smell ruins each one. 
Away. <laughs> People think we have cats. We have never owned a cat. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> I don't know. It might be the grossest thing <laughs> I've ever heard. <laughs> you walk into someone's home and you're like, oh, how many cats do you have? Yeah. Like, you no, no, never no. had one. But, uh, but, but I got one happy, happy wife. Yeah. Oh, we have a garage full of KY. Yeah, and a litter box under every bed. <laughs> what? That is my new deal. Oh, he's got diarrhea. <laughs> he's going into his closet. <laughs> I'm going into my closet. I'm close. <laughs> I'm close. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. This just got demonetized. <laughs> I'm gonna put the gross back in gross domestic products. <laughs> We're still doing that. <laughs> yeah, we distribute the pleasure. <laughs> I don't think this one's ever ending. Uh, no, no, nice. no. Just I had like a sex dream about Bernie. Don't worry, don't worry. Wow. Obama will make some wait, calls and end this wait, bit wait. whenever he wants. Can I? Can I tell? I had a sex dream about Bernie like five years ago. Oh, uh, when he was hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I it was so I was uh I was I walked into a cabin, like a big fancy cabin, and a girl was coming out the door as I was walking in holding some clothes. Send in the next girl. And, and he was like, Okay, it's your turn. So I go into this bedroom and he's like on this bed. And uh I was like, Look, what? I'm not gonna fuck you, but I'll like take my clothes off and we can like sit together. And he's like, okay. And then he just like hung out for 10 minutes and then I left. That's the problem. He rolls over too fucking easy. Okay. Uh, but he's still, uh, he's I was like, that was so pleasant. What a pleasant, like. But he's still yeah. so sweet. A bird landed on his so dick. Yeah. <laughs> the idea that every person before you also did the exact same thing. Yeah, yeah that's everyone was just believable. like. I would rather just talk naked if that's okay too. <laughs> even he couldn't get it up he'd be like this only happens one percent <laughs> 99 percent of the time getting it up <laughs> do you think bernie would have done better if a heat ray hit him that made him not obviously a jew yeah always <laughs> all of us jews would be better off not being jews right? <laughs> person who designed this heat ray it's like it's very specific but i think it'll work for that time well, it was uh it was it was hitler's first idea yeah. <laughs> Although it'll never work because every Jew I've ever known would be like, it's getting a little warm. And then they would it's... just leave the area. <laughs> Sir, they keep oh, yeah. going into their houses as soon as we try to get them. Does <laughs> anybody remember there was a parody song of 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 Two Live Crew? Two Live uh, Jews. Two Live Jews. And yes. the song was yeah. Oi, It's So Humid. Oi, It's So Humid. Right. Yeah. No. That's where I got my most Lord. of my sense of humor, Matt. <laughs> From oh, that that's album. amazing. <laughs> it's like a sauna in here. <laughs> Oi, it's a human. Oi, Oi it's, it's a so human. human. Oh my god. I believe that record went platinum. I'm not. Isn't kidding. that the record that made Walmart start putting uh, warning labels on yeah. albums? Yeah. Uh-huh. Or like stores. I think the yeah. warning label on music started because of the Two Live Crew album. Yeah. yeah. ICP, Two Live Jews, and. Um... <laughs> Joe, Joe, Joe Dolce, shut up at you face was actually, uh, that was the first thing. 
Oh, God. <laughs> so who are you voting for in Canada? Jugmit Singh! Jugmit Singh! He's, he's the only answer. He fought... I've never heard of this guy. Anyone? Well, he's the head of the New Democratic <laughs> Party. And, no. and Trudeau has been so scummy. And Jugmit Singh basically faced it, forced it so that we would... We have like six more months of economic aid in COVID, so... For the yeah. Americans listening, why don't you walk us through it? What economic? What is? or any? <laughs> aid. Yeah, how would that I, go? I'm. I really want to bring all of you over here because I think it will raise uh, scale. Hey, look out your window. <laughs> hey, Nick, not to spoil this, but look. look out your window right now. No. <laughs> Hi guys. Hey. Oh, you're with the raccoon. That didn't come up at all tonight, did it? The raccoons? No, the stimulus, like problem? giving Americans no. any more money. Well, we got at least oh, yeah. on episode two. Why would that come you got, up? You got like yeah, it's not on either of their mind. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fucking insane. So Sorry. I'm so angry. I'm happy though. <laughs> uh, James, James uh, we're going to start with you since you are so angry, and I know whatever radicalized you is obviously a huge moment. What was it in your uh, in your life that that first got you interested in politics? Well, first, um, my dad was kind of obsessed with it. He would always read. He would like read the paper every day, like at breakfast, and then just like at bit and bitch about the idiots in politics, you know, to his son. So that kind of informed me. Um, and like he's from the South, but like he's old school, like Southern Democrat, you know what I mean? Like he's never he hates Republicans. So that's good. But then I got radicalized. Well, and then like SNL was huge, actually, when I was a kid, like because they actually did some pretty funny political shit, like in the early 90s. I'm young. And then so that was huge. And then I had a really good government teacher. And then I read the autobiography of Malcolm X when I was like 16. And that's when it was kind of all over for me. Yeah. Yeah. And then I watched. Did you have a Malcolm X phrase where you wore like Malcolm X t-shirts? No, I knew a mobile or wherever you're from. I had a sense that appropriation was weird at a young age. So no, I never did that. But I did. What, 30? <laughs> you know, I used to wear do rags till I was thirty. Um, but, uh, I would bring, bring it back. There's no. We have the head for it. You've got that. Uh, don't rags for this face. You've, you've uh, ragged them. Don't. Rag. I think anybody with a perfect shaped head like James should be allowed to wear whatever action. Yeah. Head shape. But I did grow up in, in Western Kentucky, like when the the Malcolm X movie came out. And there were motherfucking rednecks. I heard it where... did really well there. Is that true? <laughs> Great. It did. It's at the drive-in, they loved it. Uh -huh. It did post-COVID numbers. There. Right, right. Um, <laughs> but like, they were really, literally, these redneck fucks would literally wear shirts that, with the Confederate flag on them that said, you wear your ex, we'll wear ours. And I was like, oh, I, gotta get wow. the, I gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I don't like that. Yikes. So yeah, that that's do it. Well, yeah, hopefully they held on to those shirts because they're they're okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're back in style. Sure. Yeah. And then I was, a, and then I called myself a Democrat until I moved to Chicago and lived there. And then I was like, I don't think I'm a Democrat anymore either. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll see. Chicago will take the Democrat right out of you. 
You don't like Daly? You don't like... Uh... Daly was great, but Rahm Emanuel, what a uh, guy. Great guy. <laughs> he really dropped the ball on Vinny Chase's career. You know what I mean? No. Uh, is that, is that reference is way to his brother was Ari Emanuel, who was the oh, yeah. agent oh. of Entourage. <laughs> David yeah, Ruiz, the best character friend. in Entourage, uh, what's his name? Jeremy Piven's character was based on. Oh, okay. Yeah, all the Thank Emanuels you. are good boys. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Singer, anyway. what was uh, what was the uh, the event or moment that brought you your interest into the world of politics? I was uh, actually just listening to James story about his just now <laughs> it's very abridged. Yeah, no, I, um, actually that was how I told it to Alex Haley. All right. That's a little, <laughs> that's hilarious. I think, uh, well, I grew up in uh, Southern Ohio in a very conservative like family. And then, um, so I was kind of like, you know, I went to Catholic school, so it was always it was the one issue abortion thing, right? That was the issue that trumps every other issue. That's the number one thing, right? When it comes to voting, like we marched on Washington as kids. Uh, on school trips. Um, so I was like radicalized without even realizing it at some point because I'm we're taking buses to D.C. and, you know, pro pro life, pro life and all that kind of stuff. And then and then I got into high school and I started like just realizing that, well, I'm, I'm going to hell because I masturbate like this. This doesn't seem right. And then I, you know, started getting a little bit older and then I stumbled upon communism a little bit. And I read the Communist Manifesto when I was a teenager. Uh, and then it was pretty much over for me at that point. Um, and I was like, this makes a lot of sense because God doesn't get involved. And, you know, I like that. And then uh, I talked to my dad, who was a Trotskyite when he was younger, which is uh, I think it's like a form of communism, if I'm not mistaken. And then I called my dad a capitalist pig one night at dinner. Yes. And, uh, and what were was, you uh, eating? Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> we're going to do a subcategory. We're going to guess what you were eating. But finish your story. Do not tell okay. us what you were eating. Okay. I won't, I won't tell you what I was eating. And so then I started taking books out from the library to see if I could be put on a list. I took out like uh, how to start a militia, how to start sure. a revolution. Oh Things like sure. that. I, I got very, anarchist like, cookbook into it. I got very into it and became yeah. very anti-capitalism <laughs> for a while. Um, and so I've, I've kind of tapered my way back to like trying to be a reasonable person in in, in some way. Uh, yeah, we've all noticed to... that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you fucking straight shooter. Do you want to yeah, plug no. your witch podcast? <laughs> this is where the magic happens every Wednesday. It actually drops in about 20, 22 minutes, uh, East Coast time. So, um, but uh, yeah, so that was probably it for me. Just kind of a slow progression. There was never a big thing maybe other than watching the Clinton uh, impeachment trial on C-SPAN, oh, yeah. uh, things yes. like that got me really, uh, I was really, I was watching C-SPAN in my early 20s, like regularly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Same here. Um, what, Matt McCarthy, how are you doing? What, what was the moment that got you really into politics or aware of what was going on out there? Um, I grew up in a very, uh, politically active uh, household. Um, my grandfather, who died before I was born, was actually mayor of Pawtucket, Rhode Island for a while. And I guess really was like at the forefront of cleaning up a very corrupt Democratic Party in Pawtucket. Um, 
and there's like one of he there's a speech that he made that was hanging up in my grandmother's house and my nana's house that was like <clears throat> the kind of like digs they used to do back in the 50s and <laughs> 60s like instead of just you know screaming at each other like we saw tonight where he was like <laughs> He's like, and I and I refer to some of you men as honorable. Yeah, oh, right, right, it was right, just, right. it was like, it was just like, oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, uh, so, but, uh, and then my my dad's an attorney, my sister's an attorney, my brother's an attorney, and they. Oh wow! Know, yeah, and so. So um, you are the most successful. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Um, but my sister actually worked for uh, Senator Pell in Rhode Island, you know, like Pell Grants. Um, wow. And That's cool. was on his last reelection campaign. And then from that, uh, got a contact with just this random uh, politician from Arkansas who's running for president and <laughs> wound up uh, working on the Clinton campaign and got a job. Uh, in the West Wing, she actually knew Linda Tripp. Uh, wow! That and she was like, she's like, oh yeah, she was always getting in everybody's business. Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's no. so funny. So I always wanted dresses from everybody. <laughs> so, but yeah, very, very like staunchly Democrat household, and so I think the thing for me was um, honestly. Uh, the it, it, at the end of whatever video it was if it was i don't know what rage against the machine video it was but it was like at the very end they showed nader and yeah. ralph nader goes you know it's that line where he's like you either get turned on to politics or politics is going to turn on you and i was like yep. that's the fucking wildest Ooh, thing i've ever dude, heard nader fucking ruled yeah <laughs> so then I, that was that was the thing where i was like and, and Bill Hicks, honestly, because I, I was just about to say I need to add Bill yeah. Hicks. Bill Hicks, Hicks yeah. huge. Yeah, when because when I was like, you know, thirteen or so, like he was still alive, and I was trying to find the wow. Dangerous album. Yeah. Um, and him talking about like two puppets with one yeah. one hand holding both puppets. I was like, they take it, the president to a room and yeah. show him the JFK assassination <laughs> from an angle you've never seen before. Oh, and then say no, any, no. any questions. Any questions? Just yeah. what my agenda is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he was the first comic with a Southern accent that wasn't like a, ooh, I'm a fucking cable guy. For real. So that right? was like huge. Yeah. 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 So it, it, you know what it was too is when then when I was in college because I was always like kind of leaning like against you know mainstream politics and the left right paradigm. But when I was in college and this was in the late '90s and uh, Janet Reno finally had to she, there was some, where where she confessed where she admitted that like they set the the Waco uh, fire. Yeah. I was like, I was so shocked to the Limited point of children in there. I was almost like, like, de like scared because Bill Hicks said that that's what they did. Yep. On one of his <laughs> records. Because he saw it on like public access. He saw it on something. like Austin public access, yep. you know? Saw fire go into the building. And yep. so when I, when I saw that, I was like, oh my fuck, like he really was right about everything. <laughs> Except, so the, kind of, except the duster. 
don't wear a duster. Very edgy. Yeah. yeah. So then that's it's when a great I, jacket. I started being interested in like, you know, reading Chomsky and um, yeah. you know sure. whatever I could get my hands on. Uh but you know, so you know, I, I voted for Ralph Nader, I voted for my family really guilted me into voting for John Kerry. Um, and then uh, when I moved out here, I, I voted for Gloria Lariva. Uh, and, you know, and, and, and last time I voted for fucking, uh, who the hell ran? Oh, no, no, I, I voted for Gloria Lariva because I was like, I'm in California. Hillary's going to run. It doesn't yeah. fucking matter what I do. I've never lived in a swing state in my life. Oh, right. Exactly. That's yeah. the other fucking thing. But yeah, yeah I love if it. I that must be neat to be that important, Ryan. How does that feel, singer? You're in a swing state. Are yeah. you going to vote in Ohio? Uh, no, I, I have. Uh, I, I can't officially tell you, uh, but I have three <laughs> votes in Ohio as of yesterday. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm in. Uh, no, I, my residence is still in. Uh, are these Ohio. those creek votes he was talking about? Yeah, yeah. These are the creek votes. I got a friend Billy down at the shop. He's got a trash uh, vote. He's got a. These are. They all had Trump. I love the idea of mailmen going around scalping ballots with like uh, trench coats. Like, hey, yeah, why little guy, you want to buy a ballot off of me, your local postman? I will tell you, in 2008, though. What random right? person wants to buy a bunch of ballots? Like, for me, like, oh, I want to buy 15 ballots for Biden for a guy uh, I don't even really believe in that. Right. I'm going to buy eight ballots, but I only got $3 on me. Tough kid. Can you stop saying radical left and Joe Biden in the same fucking sentence? What the fuck? No one's doing anything radical for this fucking guy. Uh, we will tell you it's a different world when you're in a swing state because literally like every other not well, yeah, almost the every other the house. Ball. It's like you'll see a Biden sign, then you'll see a Trump flag, then you'll see a Biden sign, then you'll see, yeah. you know, a Trump sign, then you'll see a Black Lives Matter sign. And then like you you see that as you drive down the streets in Ohio right now. That's yeah, tight. Connecticut is the same thing. It's fucking weird. There's like huge banners for Trump like everywhere you go because we're in the country. And there was there's like a restaurant um, that has like a women for Trump sign outside of it, which is just yeah. like. That's How, just crazy I, on I so many levels. I know. It's insane. I know. Women but are I didn't, right. sure. No, no, I James, wouldn't have no. thought that it was going to be this <laughs> fucked up, but more Bidens are popping up, which is good. I, I drove down from Montana back to L.A. just last week, and I went through, granted, I was going through a lot of small towns just because that route was easier, but I saw nothing but Trump flags everywhere and not a yeah. single Biden one. And I kind of lost a lot of hope uh, on the way down. I didn't I mean, see man. any, but I was going through tiny towns in the borders of, you know, yeah. Nevada. You drove Wyoming. through about roughly 27 yeah. votes. Uh, yeah, it's tough because right. like, you know, if you went by the metric of who is who's going to win based on how many bumper stickers you see? Bernie Sanders would still be winning. You know? <laughs> right. Who, who gets the sign to put it up is a very specific type of person. No, but and they had yeah. they actually had an app that counted that, and Buttigieg had more. Really? Oh, <laughs> yeah. um, Mayor Pete. Shadow. Oh, they were all put, put there by the CIA, though. Shadow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Or yeah. Chastin running out and doing it to make him uh, to Ch- put I him guess in Ch- Chastin McNasty. Shady Chastin. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's flags and stuff. Yeah, that's right. It is. Yeah. Because I don't remember people having flags to like Bush. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Fairbanks, Fairbanks, you grew up in. Yeah. Go ahead, Maggie. I'm saying, like, did people always have flags? I don't remember people having flags for, like, Clinton. Or I don't think so. No, Trump's his own country now. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't, you didn't, like, design your vehicle around a president. You know what I mean? Right. Like, no. there's, like, like no. that is carved new territory. Maybe like, flag, I feel like flag, maybe. <laughs> but, like, to be like, this is now the president truck. You're oh, like, you guys saw, never saw my Perromobile. Wellstone had that bus, and then they killed him. How many trucks are going to be on Auto Trader in November? They did kill Wellstone. (laughs) Can you imagine if Wellstone and Bernie had been around together at the same time? Stop it! Uh, What a fucking universe we've waited. What a sad, horrible reality we jolted ourselves into the second that plane went down. Thank God. That's good. Maybe, um, Eva, yeah. you uplift us a little further. <laughs> Obviously, you have a nice, positive, pro-future-oriented political opinion. Uh, what, what, what first got you into politics? I, uh, my dad was. My family's very liberal. I grew up in Minneapolis, and not that that has anything to do with it, but uh, my dad was rabidly left, like. I don't know how long ago, 20 years ago, before it was cool, he was like, we're not Democrats, we're progressives. Don't tell people you're a Democrat, they're weak. (laughs) And and, uh, they didn't, he was addicted to listening to the radio, but Air America hadn't been invented yet. So all day he would play the right wing radio channel <laughs> in the house yeah. because you needed to know your enemy. So, <laughs> so I was That's ready. why I listen to Pod Save America to this day. Yeah, dude, it's like, it's addicting when you get into it and you start hearing, you're like, yeah, this is educational in a lot of ways. Like I'm, I get tweets from Trump's campaign still and it's just, I don't know, it's good to know what they're saying and you gotta know. Thinking. It's so fucked up. Anyway, so, um, yeah, so, of course, my mom's, like, you know, she's also very liberal and stuff, but my dad was aggressive, like, a fucking lunatic about it, and I loved it so much, and I, you know, I'd wake up every morning, and C-SPAN would be on constantly, and I just, I don't know, I just loved it, and I got in, I broke up with a boyfriend for being a Republican when I was in middle school, and it's uh, so hot. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, Just love that. Oh, my God. I was such a loser. I would have dated a fucking. <laughs> I don't know. I want to know what a proud girl conservative. A proud girl. I would have dated yeah. Rick Santorum's da- yeah. daughter and fucking I would have dated the Civil War. Rick Santorum's fetus that he supposedly kept around. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was on CNN um, tonight too. It was disgusting. Uh, oh, fucking Santorum. But yeah, so I, you know, like when I was in fifth grade and it was the Bush Gore election, I, I laid awake all night praying to a God I knew I didn't believe in that Bush would lose. I, anyway, uh, so it was all that stuff. It was like, you know, 
bedroom door dedicated to anti-bush paraphernalia and whatever. And um, yeah, I forgot what else I was going to say, but you know, now I'm just, I, now it kind of doesn't matter anymore. I feel like I got it out of my system. The 2000 election was huge too. I mean, yeah. my God, watching, yeah. that go, watching that go down all night was, oh. Yeah, it's been a rough, it's been a rough minute for our stupid <laughs> baby country. <laughs> yeah, they really, you know, they encouraged ever since I was young getting into and paying attention to politics. And it's been brutally, uh, un, you know, unhelpful the whole time. I have not, <laughs> I have not affected any change and I'm stressed, baby. Uh, it's I can't stress. I canvassed for a summer for um, uh, AFL-CIO and they... It was mostly just like hanging out with old women <laughs> eating mm. pie. I'd like knock on doors and be like, hey, do you want to donate money? And they were like, I have this overweight corgi that I would rather have you play with. <laughs> so that's activism and something. That sounds fun. It was fucking, fun. it was awesome. It was a really fun <laughs> summer job. Uh, Fairbanks, you grew up in Montana, right? Yeah. Was politics even, was that much of a discussion at all when you were young? Um, with certainly with my parents. Yeah. But when I was a little kid and I was interested in art and my dad was a painter, that was how he first talked about it because he talked about how Republicans, the, the endowment of arts and the money being allocated towards arts and towards a liberal arts college, which is what was in my town. That's what's in Missoula, Montana. It's an art school. Uh, I mean, it's a college, but it basically is not doing well right now uh, <laughs> because of what he said and because of what he warned me of. And when I was a kid, I actually had this poster because I'm older than all you guys, but I had a, I had this uh, Mondale Ferraro. Fuck yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. My, my brother room. drove Geraldine Ferraro to the airport once. Really? I have her autograph in like a Snoopy autograph book in my parents' house oh, somewhere. My, uh, the poster that I had in my room, though, uh, her breast was exposed. They changed it later. <laughs> I always thought that was pretty cool. But, um, but yeah, my wow. mom, I mean, I would vote to double my mom's vote and she always made me vote Democrat because uh, mm -hmm. that was really the only option when you're a kid. Uh, and <laughs> and and then in college, my dad got remarried after the divorce. My dad got remarried and she is my stepmom was a was a Republican. And I remember he's now very good at talking, uh, debating kindly with Republicans. I don't think I'm good at that. He's very well informed and he like the guy he golfs with some ex sheriff and it's one of his good friends and he just said we don't we hear each other out and he they try not to talk politics but he's even able still? he's even able still? to be yeah yeah he's wow. able to That's be around so these crazy. folks even though he's a, at this point uh uh describes himself as a socialist cuz he was a tax person um, he mm -hmm. he worked for the government he was the county tax assessor uh, it's an elected position in most uh, states, I think, but with him, he yeah. just had a seat for that's, his entire career. And that's so such he, a skill to be able to like keep. I know. I wish and, one. I wish every time someone wants to talk politics, I get this anxiety, <laughs> uh, like I'm not smart enough <laughs> to talk about it. I think a lot of people are that way. But my dad, mm -hmm. 
loves being in those situations. He loves swaying people that maybe don't think the same as him. And I think that's the base of what everyone should be like, right? Yeah, Especially yeah. right now, able sure. to listen to other people, even if you know it's bullshit. And, it's hard uh, to, in third grade, I asked my teacher how it was possible that Abraham Lincoln was a good president because he was a Republican. She was like, things were different back then. Yeah. And I don't think he was able to like flip that switch. And, and my dad always says that was his favorite president. And uh, even when I was a kid, he read books about him and I was like, but he wasn't he the enemy. Like I didn't know yeah. that yeah. It, it wasn't the same. Well, and Republicans so, and, still say like, Lincoln was a Republican. I'm like, well, Jordan retired on the Wizards, but he's a yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, the, much like these Thanks, guys Shane. were saying, when I moved to Austin to start doing stand-up, uh, everyone was shoving Bill Hicks down my throat, and <laughs> sure. uh, I just thought he seemed angry and wasn't having fun on stage. And then I started watching him more, and I That's so that, great. For me too, that also, I realized that that is a source for comedy. One I never dove into again, because I felt like I didn't, it made me nervous. I felt like I wasn't smart enough to do that. But but yeah, Bill Hicks was a big part of it. Being in Austin when Bush got yeah. reelected oh, and, and Austin is a pretty liberal town and they, we would uh, speak, we were gonna talk about drum circles. So those were the only drum circles I, <laughs> uh, jumped into because it was right downtown outside of his house and uh, and I, I really started paying attention during the Gulf War um, mm. uh, so yeah that was that was it's both parents both both I, I like a lot of you guys grew up pretty liberal so <laughs> I think most comedians are it's if you're uh, someone that grew up appreciating the arts enough to get into it that's what you fucking care about or and someone so who's that, just prone to paying yeah. attention to what's going on. Right, right. And, <laughs> and then I guess there's other class clowns like Nick DiPaolo or someone who's like <laughs> right wing, you know, right. I get they're out yeah. there, I guess. But he's yeah. not a big empathy guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm so glad that we're all comics. Isn't it funny we can't work anymore? <laughs> well, I'm, uh -huh. I'm glad you mentioned that. I've started a right wing petition to open up the comedy store. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Masks are right. optional. Yeah, people need to laugh. People are so it, sensitive these days. I feel like I can't even talk about my past in distress. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we just call it playing a hefty round of poke and tickle. Back when I was, they have rooms at the store for that, and now, now things are different. I was trying to describe. I was trying to describe what it was about the store that's so unsettling to someone who like was like, "Oh, a comedy store? What that? What's that like?" And I was like, "Like a dark den of fratty perverts. I don't find mm. ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of ghosts." Oh, I'd yeah. love to work there if you're watching. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, love, I love the store. They just don't Adam Egget. Yeah. Adam Egget's a sweet person, and he. One time when I, he was a, he was just a waiter at the improv in, in Tempe, Arizona. And he, at the end of my week, I was featuring, but at the end of my week, he gave me a mix. He's like, Hey, I heard you like Britpop. And he made me a Aww. mix CD oh, that's yeah, the best. of all this shit. And I got into like the doves and, and awesome. elbow and all these bands that are, weren't just pulp and, uh, 
and he yeah. and I'm like forever I will remember that he's the sweetest ever. So when I talk <laughs> shit about the comedy store, and I will again right after this, <laughs> will, he is the sweetest. I really I like just, that guy. I loved him on the Norm McDonald podcast. That's all I know. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was great. He was great. Yeah, he was an an excellent foil, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, yeah, yeah, was, uh, yeah. It, it was definitely a good. He seemed cool, you know. But the comedy yeah. store is. Uh, terrifying yet compelling man i love yeah, it man. i haven't um, performed there much and i've never you know gotten paid to do it but anytime i've gotten stage time there at any time yeah. even at like 5 30 in front of yeah. 10 drunk tourists there's something yeah great yeah. about it i don't know all, why yeah <laughs> all rapey dark corners and politics aside it is <laughs> the audience right. there is ready to have fun like comedy yeah, is yeah. a party and and even though the improv is was technically my home club i it's so much the comedy store is so much more fun and right. with fun comes trouble ladies mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> which is which is right uh, out of the gate ironically which is it's on us for not slogan. remembering <laughs> right. I've always said that, ladies. Look out for fun. <laughs> so true. Uh, Maggie, Maggie, I wanted to hear um what was the what was the moment or or act action or news story that made you uh really take interest in politics or did you grow up with it? Um, I mean, I, I, I can't like pinpoint a single instance. Like I'm a I'm a kid of immigrants, so like it was always a thing that like you know, politics was always kind of a thing that you paid attention to. And like, my parents just always encouraged us to think for ourselves and not to like just jump on bandwagons or whatever. And like, like my dad was, my dad was independent, not to be mistaken with the independent party. That kind of <laughs> right. thing. Where it was just a thing. But um, I mean, I guess I kind of had a different a different I, I don't know if I if I can even say like a different like it's a different experience for me because I did not like like the way I look at things like I never I, I'm not even sure I could say that um I no and I like that you're trying to find the words to describe this and this is kind of the reason why I brought this up as a subject is I think that this is helpful for everybody that gets to listen to this, to hear what brought people to where they are politically and to sort of show that we all come from, you know, slightly different backgrounds or very different backgrounds. And what it first engaged us is um, it's it's different. And there's a lot of ways to, to, um, to have your interest and care brought into politics. And even if you don't know what it was or why it happened. I, I think it's important to explore, explore that, and to realize how important it is to um, to see how we all work together as a uh, as as a people. Yeah, uh, I don't agree, Paul. I know <laughs> that. Right, keep going, Maggie. I'm gonna jump in real quick. I, I think I, just as a black woman, I've always looked at things a little bit differently. Like I never. I, I thought Lincoln was a, a good person for like 20 minutes. Like, <laughs> you so know, you read like more. Very, like when I meet adults who are like, Lincoln was 
Lincoln played free the slaves. He's just Not a good. friend of black. And it's like, no, he's a white supremacist who didn't want to be president of a weak half country. Like, yeah. Like, I, yeah. that that's just like, I think that like the background and my experiences and stuff have kind of informed the way to which I approach politics because I don't have a, an idealistic point of view about politics. Like I come mm. from a, you know, my parents from a country where like, you know, they sometimes, I mean, they can be corrupt. Like there was a, you know, there's a song that my mom's friend, you know, played for me and showed me a video of it. And like, they just like, there was an election and they just blatantly lost a ballot box. Like that's wow. just human. Like they right. just blatantly were like, yeah, that box is not here anymore. So mm. what are you going to do about it? Sucks yeah. for so like <laughs> having that background seeing like, yeah, this is what human nature can do if it's unchecked. And this is what human nature um, can gravitate towards. Like what's to stop anybody from doing that? Like that's not a, you know, the desire for power is not a country specific thing. It's not anything yeah. specific to any mm -hmm. sort of place. So like, you know, have it, you know, knowing that like my parents grew up in a place where like that kind of, I mean, people can be outwardly corrupt if they felt like it or just like corrupt enough <laughs> where people know that they're corrupt, but they're not, you know, like not even really trying to hide it all that well. So it's like, yeah. I think, that I think, can happen anywhere. That yeah. can happen. Like if mm. you start unchecking, like not checking people and you start like just giving people benefit of the doubt where they don't accept, like that's what can happen. Like that's what is, you know, I, but like I, I everyone's think that's, running around thinking we just kumbaya count the boats. Right. You know, I right. think that's what Trump has proven is like like a lot of things like West Wing liberals thought were rules were just norms that fucking people did. And he's out here like, no, it's nothing says I have to fucking do that. Yeah, he broke Blah. through the invisible <laughs> fence. We like set it up and everyone got shocked by it enough to like stay in the fucking yard. And now he's like the tax the thing, street. everything, everybody yeah, exactly. like he cheated on his taxes. I'm like, that's what every rich motherfucker in power yeah. has done for yeah, fucking guys, ever. Guys, this is not new. He's under audit. When it's done, <laughs> we'll see it. Yes. It'll be but soon. I mean, no one talks about Nancy Pelosi's husband making a million dollars on the fucking uh, CARES Act. That shit. Or, uh, fuck, I mean, like, suck my dick. Like, you're all, all right, all, sorry. All, all the people who. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, right, like Trump just proved that you can say things out loud that people like no offense to the Clintons were doing in yeah. this Machiavellian behind the scenes right. shit, you know, yeah, so yeah. it's just like it's right. just but ugly the, about it. But yeah. the funny thing is, I think he's being played by the Republican Party itself at this point, because he might be blowing this election. Who knows? It's a difficult Ooh. situation, but they've got the Supreme Court judges on mm -hmm. there. So what do they care? You know, like they don't yeah. care. You know, I actually like, read this book called It Can't Happen Here, and that was, it really put my mind at ease. <laughs> I wrote that book. <laughs> Maggie, Maggie, where where were your parents from, Maggie? Nigeria. Oh, cool, cool. First generation. That's great. First generation. I, never, I never knew that. In Texas, right? Nigeria. Like no, that. Nigeria's in Africa. Oh, right. <laughs> Texas oh, really? is big. Yeah, I'm from know. Nigeria, Texas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's in the pan it's South of Corpus Christi. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right the Paris, yeah. yeah, Bertin went there, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah there's a good one-nighter out there. Yeah, we got Paris, <laughs> Texas. Uh, that's where Farm Aid started. Uh, and ended. Um, <laughs> a, uh, 
Gareth, what was what was the uh, what was the moment that brought you into politics? If you say meeting Dave Anthony, I'll kill you. <laughs> when I met Dave Anthony, uh, <laughs> uh, I didn't get it, fuckface. Uh, no, um, <laughs> I, you're, my, you're lit like a witness being protected. I don't want to actually go on right record now. with any of this. <laughs> yeah. Not even use names. Like the blue dot and the Kennedy Smith trial. Yeah. Are you trying to um, admit that you like the frosted side of the mini wheats right now? Quite a reference. It's a deep. It's a deep cereal. Uh, Everyone gets it. I, uh, I, well, my parents were English immigrants, so I had no concept of politics growing up at all because um, they couldn't vote. And um, so I paid no attention. And then it was when we went into Iraq under the first Bush mm-hmm. that I just remember being like i don't know there was just something about it so then a bunch of us at my school we pro we walked out of class i mean they were like we're gonna walk out of class and so i was like well i'm on board for any side <laughs> where we just like straight up leave school you know yep. so um and then uh and i actually made a sign and i got on the news and so then i <laughs> saw the upside to lefty politics yeah. and there's no money in it either i was like so this will be great for the career and then uh, <laughs> And paid an exposure. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, cheap exposure, which is the leftist move. And then um <laughs> and then it really wasn't until uh the new Bush that I just was so infuriated. And I I knew I hated him before the two thousand election. The two thousand election happened, but then it was two thousand four, I was the most fired up. Yep. And I, it was very much, it was reminded me like of this election every step of the way because John, like there were so many yes. people and John Kerry was this like pick and it was just like, oh, what the fuck? And so, how are you going to lose to this guy? So yeah. I was like, I went all in and I was just like, I was like, they better not fucking, they have to not fuck this up. I mean, this is so fucking important that they have to know what they're fucking doing. Um, <laughs> And then when he conceded so immediately, I was working construction at the time and he can see and I was working the next day and I was working with a bunch of guys who were like, dude, either way, it doesn't matter. Uh, and I was like, dude, this is just and, and even now, like when I get when I've got because I've, I've gone so much further left, but I'm like even care i'm like fuck john Kerry, but and and bush stole that election too they stole yep. that election too so yep that around that time was when i was just like you know what fuck like i flipped the table over and i was like you know fuck the, it's the system like <laughs> and i'm just yeah. completely over it and it's so reminiscent of of this one now where it's like mm-hmm. even watching tonight like where you're just like fucking a man i mean you have four years three yes. years to come up with your greatest weapon and I'm sitting here the whole time feeling yeah. like, you know, he's going to fart and ruin it all or something. Like, just like something. You know, the return like, of the bloody eye. Yeah. yeah it's like, yeah. he's going to Not even for being punched. Um, <laughs> but but like, yeah, that, the base. And then now, like, with the, the dollop podcast, that, James, you might want to mute me if that's possible on Zoom. Right. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but that has just, you know, driven me to the point now where it's like actually yeah. having the. Uh, you know, being able to connect the dots of where it is and how uh, repetitive it all is, it's infuriating, right. maddening. And, you know, that's so yeah. Oh, man, that fucking Biden, Clarence Thomas episode will make you want to, like, just oh, yeah, like, blow your head off. No, I know. Like, like, you guys that's, did. that's the problem with, 
you know, that's, that is the problem with Biden is that it's like there's just so many things. He's just been doing it for so long. There's so many things where you just go. <laughs> I mean, like that. Yeah. Like that is just like, holy fuck. I was, I was, I yeah. caught my, tonight I was literally caught myself dreaming of Amy Klobuchar. Oh, that's right. That's I was like, at least she'd kill this fucking fool. You know, like, uh, what was the joke? What was the joke she kept telling again? Wasn't it? Like... I stood in the rain and he wouldn't have stood there. He would have been worried about his hair. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> got him. him with that. Hey, She's hey, actually hey. doing that at the store now. I don't know if you guys know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's fun. She's yeah. a fun comedian. She has the club show. show. They come yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. she's a real she went close, to, a she real went close to my high comment. school come on oh wow oh man what? Too. she enlisted uh, as, a, as a cop narc in my my eighth grade class oh, the club oh, had never changed show good one garrett <laughs> that was good just so everyone knows, when Gareth flipped that table, a lot of the other construction guys' lunches were on it, and he got beat up that day. I, oh, it was like too I, long ago. I, I, like, wrote, I wrote it down. I one time worked with a guy. I worked with. I would. You just work with random dudes. I worked with this guy one day, and uh, and I had just gotten a DUI. And he's like, so did you go to jail? And I go, yeah. And he goes, man, that's fucking sucks. He goes, I went to jail once. I go, for what? He goes, murder. I was like, all right, all right, all right. All right. Not prepared Can I for that, that nail gun permanently? <laughs> yeah. I, was like, I, was like, oh, yeah. I was like, I was prepared for that to be one of the options. As far as <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry. That's a problem. Oh, Gareth, what did your sign say that got you on the news? Do you remember? Oh, my God. Yeah. It said, <laughs> peace on earth, man. I'm into it. I'm sorry. Kind of a kind of a hot take, but I wanted to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know anything. I knew nothing. This was it's the best This was before Etsy, before funny protest signs. This was meat and potatoes protest. Guys, this is before the iPod. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I, I think people are forgetting that the iPod wasn't around. What's, what's an iPod? Oh, my yeah. God, Greg, don't do this. <laughs> uh, Greg, Greg, you are very active um, helping out with local issues that are important to you. What what was the, maybe the beginning of that? Or what got you interested in politics when you were young? Well, it all started when I was the country's youngest alderman. <laughs> You don't hear the word alderman. Huh? No. No, we're not talking about um, the alderman class. You know, no one talks about, hey, shout out to the aldermen and alder women out there. And also um, anyone in the lower political weird name uh, position. You know, also shout out to our chat room. <laughs> Active. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of older women in the chat room. <laughs> they show up in um, numbers. That's what I love about them. I think what I don't know. I'm not that political, you know. I'm more. Um, I think what I think. My dad was in the military. My and he was like, all of this is bullshit. So I kind of grew up with that mentality. Everyone in my family's from Brooklyn, New York. Um, Shout out to Brooklyn. Shout out to the best borough. 
the only borough, the real. Oh, Brooklyn! <laughs> Trust me, Brooklyn's in the house. It's very much in the house. Uh, and then I think maybe nine eleven got me into politics. <laughs> yeah. Anybody? Me too. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That was kind of like, um, you know, nine eleven was like, oh, everything that you've heard about it all being bullshit is real, you know. So I guess that that's what got me in. <laughs> oh, you were pro nine eleven. <laughs> I'm pro nine eleven, and I, you know, we needed it. <laughs> we learned all the right lessons from it. <laughs> Um, I definitely yeah. think 9-11, as our, our whole generation, um, you know, as we were beginning to get into college or thinking about college or entering the workforce, it was like it just put the brakes on any type of idea of what you thought was coming. And it was it was horrible. It, it was, was the horrible Y2K. <laughs> the Y2K didn't happen. The scare was <laughs> exciting. The roller coaster of our dreams. What a yeah. fun yeah. What a fun thing. No, it was, honestly, it was the last kick in the ass I needed to start doing comedy because I was like, you know what? I'm maybe nothing's guaranteed. So maybe I should do something that I want to do. You know? I, stayed right I, I was so scared to start, but mine was Bush getting reelected. Honestly. Yeah. Like when he got reelected, I was just like, yeah, I can't. I have to scream at someone besides my friends in the bar about this. Right. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you did. I'm glad you are. Your help, your your voice matters. You know what else I thought of? I just <laughs> remember was um... <laughs> like I hear myself saying it. and I'm like Paul. No, I was about matters. to. I was about to end my life. I was about to end my life until that. No, moment. Thank you, no, Paul. James. No, James. You voice. You but voice I probably so fucked great. that up too. Oh, yeah. you know what? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm too fat Lord. for rope. <laughs> they make very strong rope now, James. You know that. I have that bumper sticker. R.I.P. Richard Bain. Oh, wow. All right. I I hate that you did that, but yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Richard Bain. You would have loved that. <laughs> you would have feel good. Uh, <laughs> that okay. didn't hit me right in my soul. But that's for I, all of you. Yeah, I feel like you just poked me in the eye from like. 3,000 miles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was your Tower 7. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, building 7, James. Sorry. Yeah. Tower oh, yeah. 7. There was uh, that, two. That, that guy who's in Tower 7, he's so Google it. We were fine. We were fine. <laughs> <laughs> building 7. <laughs> it was in Towers. We, we were open. We opened a month later. Andy Is that why Tower Records closed? <laughs> oh, that was a sad day. <laughs> when the tower yeah. fell. Yes. <laughs> and it became a um, blank think... fitness. Oh my You know God. what? You know what, Chris, you made me think of because I I was I wanted to be interested in politics, but I was like I felt like I don't know what I'm talking about, you know, and there's there's always somebody smarter than me. Yeah, so I still I, feel that way. Oh, completely. That's <laughs> Did what you watch the debates? You guys could both be president. <laughs> yes, there's no there's no ceiling. There's no <laughs> You know what I leaned on for a number of years is I would just buy 
Jello Biafra spoken word albums and yeah. just repeat right. the things he said. Yeah, he was funny too. Yeah. yeah. Mind is a terrible thing to taste. Was that one? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they were very important politically, the Dead Kennedys, because of their yeah. name. You heard the name. Yeah. And you were like, oh, they're my brother. I, I didn't mention this. My brother actually worked for Patrick Kennedy. Uh, he, is he still a congressman in Rhode Island? I don't even know. But uh, for like a decade plus. But one day they showed up to the office and some kids had showed up and put a dead Kennedy's poster on the front door of the office. Oh, my God. And I remember, wow. my, bro- I remember my brother telling me the story, like Patrick showed up. And he's like, well, I don't think we need this here. And just like took it down and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I, yeah. 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 That's that is... just a, they were just making a bad pun though. They're like, what's the point? Yeah, now? they were just being dicks. Right. They were like, let's go yeah. put this on Patrick's office. Right. Yeah. Can you imagine right. if so many members of your family died publicly and politically of uh, right? stuff after you? Yeah, I don't yeah. even know which one they're talking about. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> let's take it down, but there's 35 options. All right, let's go inside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that happened with my family, but it was all about UK basketball. <laughs> By the crick. Netball. <laughs> That's where the ballots are. I guess the yeah. That's public. Oh boy. <laughs> we baptize our ballots in the crick. Be counted by the Lord. Uh, all right. I hopefully just, the river takes them to a counting facility, boys. <laughs> Jesus, take the ballot. We take call it Moses voting. <laughs> Moses voting this time. Moses voting. Good luck. I just, look. I just realized. Don't get stuck in the reeds now. We haven't heard from Nick Flanagan. Our, um, so, our, I think we've heard from everybody. Nick, you're our well, Canadian, our Canadian last. representation. <laughs> well, I feel That's like right. we're talking about the American presidential. Thank um, you. Race. I mean, and, uh, I Nick can't vote. Is, of course, right, Nick. We know that. Oh, well, then you have to die. That's the rules. bragging. Nick, but I, have... I don't have to choose one of these two bananas. <laughs> yeah. I have. Yeah, pick a side, country, Nick. So. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, I think I'll probably go with the guy who's a billionaire. I uh, mean, come uh, on. I love money. Yeah. He's not a real billionaire, Nick. Yeah, you, Nick. You should be reading the news. Every time I've done stand-up in Canada, I was always embarrassed because they, because there you kind of are forced to follow European politics. Like uh, it seemed they like they were more. They were more, it's, she's on the money, along mm-hmm. with hockey players, but <laughs> sure. uh, but but everyone there knew everything, all the comics there knew everything about American politics, and I was so embarrassed yeah. that I knew nothing about Canada at all. So I wonder, yeah. were you, were you, are you into American politics? Oh, of course. I mean, you know, it was, first of all, don't be embarrassed. I mean, well, you we guys only... don't have nukes, right? Uh, who can, I don't know. We have silos. Is that what? <laughs> we have silos. Got the buildings. So, Nick, your answer adorable. Right the full the cutest thing I've ever seen. It's absolutely adorable. <laughs> no, I mean, we barely have There's... an army, you know, but but we've had to deal with all the... We're not even an uh, old country, really. Like, we just sorted out flags and songs like 60 years ago. <laughs> yeah. And, like, the Beatles had formed and were in the psychedelic period by the time we, like, decided to 
truly unite as a country. And then, you know, immediately there was terrorism in Quebec. It's kind of interesting. Greg Barris left, by the way. I just saw that in, in my thing. And I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm personally offended, but that's fine. The whole country is. <laughs> but, but yeah, Chris, it's, it's really uh, normal for us to just, because of the U.S. thing, you actually make a good point that like world politics kind of figure in m- more, you know, just yeah. because of that. And and because partly where I was living in Toronto, I went to a really multicultural school and all that stuff. And my parents were both like 60s people, art people, you know, and they both were they were a union, uh, a teacher. They were a union and they were in unions, you know, because they were married legally and uh they were both like pretty far left. I was reading this magazine, Ad Busters, at health food stores when, uh-huh. in like 1985. I remember Ad Busters. Oh, yeah. You know, like I sat down and watched Roger and me with my mom and dad probably the year it came out, you know? So, so I was indoctrinated, so to speak, in the, in the way I prefer, luckily, like practically from birth. I mean, don't forget, in the 80s, there were like, the AIDS crisis was so brutal and the nuclear stuff was crazy. And people used to talk about the ozone layer at that time. And I'm assuming that's long gone. And now we've moved into whatever. (laughs) So, you know, I think we saved the ozone layer, right? And and everything else. Yeah. And ruined everything else. We also, we saved the whales. They're good. Yeah. 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 That was mostly because of Star Trek. Yeah, Spock. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking of the Joe Rogan Brozone layer. That's his his Patreon. Goodbye. It's impenetrable. (laughs) Impenetrable. It was just stuff like watching wrestling and seeing like like the Iron Sheik turn into Colonel Mustafa and being like, well, this is weird. (laughs) You're like, borders are a a lie. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like, it seems to me as if America has infiltrated wrestling and is trying to influence our opinion of a war. The other guy that was... To be fair, you you stole one, you stole Second City from us, so you know. I'm just saying. <laughs> it was a beautiful merger. Just You're talking my language true. now. That that but, was when yeah, he was yeah. paired up with Sergeant Slaughter. When Slaughter defected, yeah, to, when Slaughter defected, be, and that he, whole thing. he became an Iraqi sympathizer. The other guy who was paired up with uh, General Adnan legitimately was friends with Saddam Hussein back in Iraq. That's, that's hilarious. I forgot about General Adnan. Yeah. And then also... It's always um, been ridiculous. That's the no, thing. But that, that's <laughs> it's always been, like, it's always, even, politics is, it's always been insane madmen who want to meet famous people who kiss their ass. I think I like, idolized my dad a bit. <laughs> and my dad was like really hated like all of this stuff, you know? So so like he'd watch Crossfire and he would just be yelling. Uh, he was he was a guy who'd yell all the time, talking back to the radio, talking and yeah, I don't yeah. do that so much, he, I say <laughs> as I'm doing it. You do it. <laughs> we message um, on Facebook. You do it. <laughs> yeah, I totally do. But um, uh-huh. are you watching yeah. this shit? <laughs> Uh, like I, I guess what I mean is like wrestling, like Hacksaw Jim Duggan, the USA USA thing. I was like, this is bullshit. Hulk Hogan. I was like, I don't like this. Why do I have to be hearing about God immediately? You know, it's yeah. Just, it just was, and it's like I guess I was maybe force fed, not force, but but put in a position in the city where it was just like it's kind of like New York. I probably like you. You're just like, come on. Like this is obviously about community. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? like, yeah. 
Hey, Matt, talk- quick question. Was there ever an atheist wrestler who, like, being an atheist was his thing? The Undertaker. Mm. New gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> Brother love, actually. There is no <laughs> God. <laughs> Just comes out Chris. and talks everyone to death. No, that's amazing. There was a, um, for a minute uh, in, like, WWE has their, you know, developmental territory, which is called NXT. Uh-huh. And so, like... Years ago, this guy now wrestles in Japan, uh, but they had a guy named his his name was CJ Parker. Did you see this live? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And he would yeah. uh, he was a, a white guy okay. with dreadlocks, and they made his gimmick that he was like an obnoxious um, like uh, environmentalist. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, libtard, total yeah. libtard. Take casting. them down a peg. Sure. But yeah, he was just—he was just so like holier than thou, oh, yeah, just like yeah. you're killing my yeah. planet. You know that type of shit. <laughs> Finishing kind of move was a tree hug. Nick, <laughs> did, did so? Canada does. This might sound dumb, but Canada is technically a European country. But does anyone? <laughs> think that way other than like because really right other i think that, in yeah, montreal that's a really good question no actually what is canada i have no okay, idea no, we, we're a confederation and, and I, yeah so like you know but the good kind and uh, uh and, and i i'm pretty sure we like officially abdicated of the uh, the queen jessica can you unmute just to like tell me this fact because i don't know it's your you i dropped out of high school um okay <laughs> all right um but but yeah right, whatever Nick, we you got some we're like one step above week. Australia, but the point is... I mean, is, I can tell you Kentucky is a commonwealth. <laughs> and I got no yeah. education. But we we don't really care about British stuff. I don't know, I like, in that way anymore. Definitely in the last, like, 25 years, it's really some done guy got Some guy got in my face in Canmore uh, near Calgary. And yeah, because he had the little gift shop in the hotel and everything had a comma instead of a decimal point. So it looked like right. something was $1,000 when it was $1. And so I just asked, like, well, it's confusing because there's a comma. And, he, and then he got in my face and said, well, you're in a European country. And I was like, I don't, I don't know if that's... I've never I, heard that before. It made no. me stop. Right. This guy was just... Uh, yeah. He was an extremist, and I happened to meet him one late night, and maybe he just yeah. didn't like the cut of my jib. Well, but. you're gonna do that in Alberta. <laughs> you're gonna meet some yeah. some rough cut, rough and tumble. Yeah, customers. that's the you Texas know. of of Canada, right? It's the yeah, ex- but there's no Austin, you know. And there's right, right. a bunch of Houston, <laughs> and there's no like West Texas, and there's oh, no man. you know, there's no like, Willie Nelson. I mean, yeah. the thing about the U.S. <laughs> that I love. just cut and shoot Texas. <laughs> yeah, truly. It's There's like a group city in Texas, Texas called Cut and Shoot. Really? <laughs> Is that true? Wow. Cut and shoot Texas. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, yeah, it's probably the most, like, cut and shoot Texas. Yeah. You know, but, I'm like, from Gitterdon, Iowa. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's called I, Gitterdon. It's called <laughs> Gitterdon, and it's a wonderful Gitterdon? community. The West is so weird. You must be right? an outsider. Great. No, I know the, the thrift stores bring me in. Alberta is like cowboy hats in the snow, and, and Vancouver oh, yeah. and British Columbia 
if anyone watched uh, The Vow, it's like there's the reason why all those people are from Vancouver. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. really? Well, they just got them. They just took. They just oh God! Oh, you saw that reference. Right? Oh my that God! That was wild. It was oh, Vanguard. Wow. Vanguard no. got him. Wow. <laughs> Nexium. Silence. Oh, it was so, Matt got him. Oh, that was so nice lightning speed. To, oh, they got Maggie. Yeah, they, what is happening? We end this? this is a horror this, rubbish. We have a, uh, We're dropping like flies. Nick Flanagan, like <laughs> birth and, and death dates. Is this going to be a memorial <laughs> Nick Flanagan ever gets? Whatever someone like, drops out, it should have that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we should. Even if I'm just going to the bathroom, it yeah. should be my death day. So you will funny. not be forgotten. Right, and then it's back. No. Hey, guys. Oh, my God. You're back alive. <laughs> yeah, I just kind of a, a narrow urethra. <laughs> the pee every other oh, Man. Uh, this has been a great episode of In the Green Zoom. Thanks, uh, all of the comedians. Uh, thanks for everybody in the chat enjoying. Um Great stuff. I look forward to coming back next week. We're going to talk about some more autumn stuff. And we got the V. We got the VP debate next week, baby. Yeah. That, I is that on Tuesday? Is I think it's Wednesday as well. I hope not. Wednesday. No Wednesday. Yeah. Oh well, wow. we'll um, we'll make some predictions next week to see what we think is going to happen at the, the, the vice presidential debate. I can't <laughs> wait to see. Mike oh, Pence yeah. have to talk to Kamala oh, Harris. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, That's my God. I actually oh, am God. looking forward to that. Oh, yeah, yeah it's going to be fucking great. I didn't <laughs> even know. That's that's good news. All right. Cool. That's going to be fun. We're going to have fun with that. Thanks for uh, coming and uh, checking out the show. We'll see you next time. Uh, thanks a lot. Bye. Have a good night. How about it, kids? You are now leaving in the green Zoom. You're, you're out. You're out. You're out of the green zoom now. You're not. You're not in it anymore. Wasn't that fun? That's what it's like. Before, after comedy shows, comedians just sitting around bullshitting. You can catch it every week. Uh, we got the live stream going. All the info is on Avail Comedy and in the green zoom on Twitter and Instagram. It's a wonderful thing. Thank you for joining us. Until then, stay green, Pony Boy. <laughs> That's not, that's not the line. All right, goodbye.